0: Hey everyone, it's VM Campos, comic book fan, Tom and Jerry fan! I've got a new comic book video for you. Here is a vintage issue of Tom and Jerry comics from the 1950s. I recently got this off of eBay. It's seen better days. But here's a little bit of comic book history. I love these characters. Tom and Jerry cartoons are my favorite cartoons of all. Step aside Bugs Bunny, step aside Mickey Mouse, all of you. It's all about Tom and Jerry. And I love comic books. So, here's one of these vintage Dell comic books back when they were 10 cents. We're going to open this up, browse the book, and relive some Tom and Jerry nostalgia. Now, this book is from 1955, and it's issue 133. First off, to say, the stapling job is very weird. There's the original staples on the spine, and then at some point, someone stapled it through the actual book, not just on the spine, so this doesn't open up completely right here. Uh, so that's kind of fascinating. And again, as I said, it's seen better days. This is, like a, this is like a 1.0 or a 5.0, right? The comic is complete, but it's just completely trashed. But it's just fascinating to think that. This book's been around since 1955. How many kids have read it, have browsed it? Has it ended up in garage sales and just tossed around and then eventually came to me, to my collection? And I'm happy to have it. Let's get a close-up of the cover. We have Tom and Jerry and the little gray mouse. What's his name again? Tuffy or something. Jerry's nephew or something. Whatever the continuity is there. So many stains. Hopefully all of the viruses have died off. But uh, I, you, you, we don't have smell-o-vision on... YouTube yet, but this smells like a vintage comic, which is an amazing smell, which actually I think I read somewhere is like mold and other toxins, so I really shouldn't be breathing it, but comics, it's a dangerous hobby, for your wallet especially. So uh, on the first uh, page over here, we have a Droopy uh, cartoon. Now, the Dell Comics is a publisher that's been around a long time, I think since the 20s or the 30s, and they went into the 80s, I think, 70s, 80s. And uh, they published a lot of licensed comics, Tom and Jerry, so many comics I can't even remember. I'll just put them on the screen here. And these were kind of anthology books because it didn't have just Tom and Jerry. As we see here, we also have Droopy, uh, these classic MGM Walter Lance comics. So here's a self-contained Droopy comic right here. Artwork looks amazing. This classic cartoony style. And the book actually starts here. Um... Interestingly, we don't have the caricature, racist caricature of Mammy uh, in this Tom and Jerry comic. I am too cynical to think that by the 50s, people were thinking that's not okay anymore. But okay, she's uh, not the caricature. And it's uh, MGM Cartoons present Tom and Jerry. So we, we have the characters talking and thinking. Tom and Jerry are talking and thinking in all of these Tom and Jerry comics. And as I said, this is issue number 133. so I don't know how I feel about that. What do you think? Should they even talk? should they should, should they think? Because these are clearly the I'm talking type of speech balloons. These are the thought balloons. I personally think they should never talk. they should never think. we'd be able to get the the jokes across just by the expressions, I think, like that. See Tom and Jerry's, uh, Tom's uh, devilish expression right there. And imagine if all of these just didn't have any speech bubbles. I think it would still work fine. The art is amazing. It feels like a classic Tom and Jerry cartoon from back in the day, 1955 here. Tom and Jerry had been around since the 40s, I think 1942 or so. It's kind of interesting that even though this is stapled all wrong, it doesn't actually cut off any of the relevant panels, really. Timber, so yeah, classic Tom and Jerry cartoon. Very cute expression there. Just a standard page layout, nothing too interesting to look at, like we see, like we would see in the future. It's just a standard eight panels with the big joke at the end. We have a Spike and a Tyke, big Spike and little Tyke, uh, comic over here. That bunny looks a little off-model compared to the rest of the main characters. Uh, now, Spike did used to talk back in the comics. His son didn't just make cute sounds. And here it's versus a rabbit I'd better get with the gophers. So we've got some shenanigans going on. Oh, I see here the type thinks but doesn't speak. So that's kind of weird. Why, why does he only think but not actually or does he actually speak? Well, again, I'm going by the canon of the cartoons, which is the one true G-canon. We've got the human farmer, and then, okay, the adventure happens. They, these old Dell comics will also have a, a prose story right here, where not only would you see the, the funny pictures, but then you could see the pictures in your mind as you read this yourself. So I'm going to give you a chance here to pause this yourself. And read it yourself and enjoy. There we go. Very enjoyable. So here's a Droopy cartoon. Now, the Droopy comic, he doesn't speak. So that's funny. Why does he not speak here, just like in the comics, but Tom and Jerry do speak, even though they don't speak in the comics? Yes, of course, I know that there is the occasional... speech uh, speech that they do but that's of course clearly for hilarity (laughs) in me power (laughs) and the now you believe it but it was just for effect so here it's interesting Uh, droopy does not speak just like the uh the cartoons then we have these I, i have no idea about this about these characters at all. Did they exist only in these comics? I don't think they had a cartoon. But we have Flip and Dip. And, uh, yep, monkey characters. With the girl monkey and the boy monkey. Make sure one's got blue and one's got pink. And then the other grown-up monkey. Hilarity ensues. Then we have Barney Bear and Fuzzy Wuzzy. I have a vague memory of... Barney Bear, uh, Fuzzy and Wuzzy, that is, over here. And this is the classic of, okay, there's the anthropomorphic characters that walk on two legs, but then there's also the actual cat and mouse. So animals, but funny animals, sentient animals, even though this cat does think, uh, and the mouse too, so they're just crossing the streams. I think Fuzzy and Wuzzy look so cute, so cartoony, Let's get a close-up over here. Look at them, they're so cute, those expressions. And then just a couple of pants, and their faces are almost exactly the same, except for the hair's a little bit different. Uh, Like that, they look exactly the same. Uh, But you can tell who's who because of their pants. Barney Bear is totally beaten down in this world. Who needs a cat? We don't have a mouse in the house. And then that cat is drawn really cute right there. So there's a story about a a cat that's actually afraid of mice. So funny stuff ensues. And then so he dresses up as a big old tough tiger. So cute. The the cute level on this is over 9,000. Look at that, the cat. They actually spell out the the hissing sound. I never thought it was spelled that way, but that totally makes sense. (laughs) And uh, then it goes on, and then the cat is just freaked out. Then we've got um, MGM Cartoons presents Woof the Prairie Dog. If they say MGM Cartoon, that must mean that they actually had their own cartoons, right? But it's Woof the Prairie Dog and Friend. So, yep, lots of uh, funny. That wolf looks amazing. Lots of just funny animal characters, uh informing a generation 20 years later to create furry fandom in the late 70s, early 80s into what we have nowadays, La Lafume Forever. And it all kind of started back here, back in the 50s, and there had always been furries and funny animals throughout the history of comic books. Oops, huh, my, mine's falling apart over here, whoops. And so here we have um, another, oh yeah, so he's, he is named Tuffy, Jerry and Tuffy, but not, not Tom. And here there's a stork. So, pretty on-model to the cartoons. And then a final droopy cartoon. For hire, watchdog, wide awake, alert. And it's the classic painting eyeballs onto himself. Hilarious. Here again, these two lovable scamps, Spike and Tyke, see the new issue today, only 10 cents, at your favorite Dell Comics dealer. So they had their own comic, which I'm sure is an anthology series like this, with Tom and Jerry probably making appearances there. And I, cynically, maybe they even had the same... Uh, strips in the various comics, but who knows? Uh, at ten cents, uh, it wasn't a big deal. Actually, ten cents back in the day—that was a tenth of a dollar. And then we have Tom Foolery, so just a variety of like little puzzle sorts of things. Droopy's Dippy Questions: When are playing cards like wolves? do look at the answers. When is when is oh, when is water like a tiger? And why is a pig in the parlour like a house on fire? I'll give you a moment to try to guess those amazing brain teasers and let's reveal the answer. Uh, when is water like a tiger? When it makes a spring. Okay. When are playing cards like wolves? When they are in a pack. That one kind of makes sense. When is a pig in the parlor like a house on fire? The sooner it is put out, the better. Okay. You can see the other ones there on yourself on your own just flip over the video and that ends the the comic with the ad over here special offer these powerful binoculars at a low low cost to all new Dell comics club members a dollar 50 for the subscription and you get the binoculars amazing i would have loved to have that deal not sure the inclusion of tom and jerry here tom touching the binoculars oddly and Jerry and Tuffy mad at him, I guess. I want to see some more damage in the book right here? What happened to this poor comic book? Well, that was Dell Comics Tom and Jerry number 133 from 1955. I hope you enjoyed this look at a vintage comic book to see how comics were back in the day. 10 cents, can you believe it? If you had a whole dollar you could get 10 of them. What a treat. Or maybe spend a, a few of your cents on the comic and then the rest on soda pop and chips those were the days not like nowadays that comic books are 3.99 4.99 6.99 9.99 take me back when they were 10 cents each plus compared to a modern comic books these comics were huge here's a modern comic book that i got right here quite different subject matter notice how this is larger than the than the modern comic gives gives you a couple more centimeters over here for more story but can you imagine a uh, Tom and Jerry uh, versus a Moon Knight crossover? I'd pay 15 cents for that. And I want to hear from you. What do you think? What do you think about this comic book? What would you rate it? Is it 1.0, 2.0? Can we press out a few of these defects and send it out to CGC? Are you a Tom and Jerry fan? Or do you stand Bugs Bunny or Mickey Mouse? Tell me about it in the comments. Do you have any vintage comics from back in the day? Did you buy these back in the day when you were a youngin? Are you interested in buying old comic books nowadays, or are you just into the new stuff? Tell me about it in the comments. Just press the Join button right here in YouTube to pledge at the 99-cent tier, the Mars Rover tier. Or consider going over to the Patreon, patreon.com slash Compos, It's the same thing, but just pick your platform. If you can't pledge at the moment, no worries. Simply comment, like, share, follow, ring the bell, battle the Minotaur, do all that good stuff. I really appreciate it. This has been VM Campos, and I'll see you next time.